Hello, Mama. So glad to be here with you today. It's been a minute since I've sat down with you. I know you don't know that because I've had uh, episodes airing, but some of those were recorded a while ago, and so it just feels weird to be here and be sitting. I don't know why, but (laughs) I'm excited for it, though. I love getting to share this space with you and to just, yeah, pour my heart into you and to share what God's been teaching me. And today, that uh, this episode is exactly that. I'm going to share um, something that I'm exactly in the middle of that I was struggling with this morning and share with you just what has been working for me, how I'm trying to fight the tide of it, how I'm trying to stay afloat in the middle of it. And uh, I think it's a feeling that almost every mom, I imagine, unless you're just like superhuman um, or maybe you just love different stages, like the stage you're in. But I imagine at some point, every mom feels this tension of just wanting to be in the next season, just being over where you're at now as a family with your kids' ages or the things your kids are involved in or where your family's at, whatever that looks like. You're just over that stage. And honestly, it's not just moms. It's it's any of us. Like any point in our life, we just kind of hit a wall sometimes where we're just like over it. You know, <laughs> like you just need something to shift. Even like the end of school, right? When you're trying to finish college or high school or whatever. Um, and you're just like, I just want this to be behind me. And so I want to talk today about just some things that are, I'm trying to implement in order to stay in the season, to stay present and not just to complain or imagine what's next and just live in the future because we're called to live in today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, today. And so I'm excited to share this with you. Um, Before we jump in though, I just want to remind you that the doors to the academy are still open. I would love to get to work with you at a deeper level. If you are just needing someone to come alongside you and to to help support you in this journey of being a mom and really just a human um, and figure out how to stop being so reactive and how to find peace and joy in your days and how to have healthy, fulfilling relationships, then I would love to welcome you into the uh, Healed Mama Academy, no longer called the Morning Mama Academy, Healed Mama Academy. And this is a year-long process. You don't have to do it for a full year, but you have a year's access to group coaching calls along with the video and worksheet content that you work through at your own pace. And I love this new format because if you're a busy mom, which I think 99% of you are, (laughs) you get to go at your own pace and figure out what works for you and when you can be on the calls, even if that's just once a month. Um, And I just love getting to just pour into you and speak into your life. And it's such an intimate group there right now. And so that's so wonderful because we have a lot of time to really dive in deep with each other. So if you have been toying with the idea of going deeper in your healing work, or you just listen to the podcast and you're like, I need Brittany in my life, then come join me. I want to get to know you. Uh, you can go find out all the information at morningmama.gr8.com, morningmama.gr8 as in the number 8.com, or the link is in the show notes or the Facebook group all over the place. Um, And I just can't wait to see you there. You can also just email me support at morningmama.co to get questions answered. If you just want the link, you can't find it. I would just love to have a conversation with you about it. So hope to see you over there. But without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. 
Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. Oh, I'm taking a deep breath as I begin talking because I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this thing we're about to talk about of just feeling like I just want to be in the next season and this this tension that I think we can fall into daily, uh, depending on what season we're in. And so I just want to talk through what this looks like. You know, the season I'm in, it's still summer for us. We have, uh, let's see, exactly a week, I think from today is when school starts, but that's only for my oldest. Um, He will be going to school five days a week this year, which is a big change for us. But, you know, it's only half days still. And then my other two are, are still little, and so they're not in school yet. And so it, I'm excited for school to begin. I'm excited for that change and and just how that's going to shift, hopefully, my ability to work a little bit more. I'm excited for my son just to go into this new phase of his life. Um, You know, there's also, of course, some sadness there, like just feeling like, wow, this season of raising him from zero to five is over. And that's just really weird that he's going to be at school five days a week. It just freaks me out. I don't know what it's going to feel like, but you know, there's sadness, but I am excited. I am excited um, to get to be a mom and hopefully dedicate a little bit more of my time to the other things I feel called to, like being here with you and building that my local church uh, and just implementing some things that have been on my heart for a while. Guys, the irony of this season, this episode, <laughs> literally, I, um, it's a new day. I did literally the, the words you heard a moment ago were from yesterday and today's a new day because I first got interrupted with my son who was supposed to be having quiet time and I'm trying to teach him like a, a new way of doing it and we're working on it and it wasn't working yesterday and then I finally was about to get it working and then my sick baby woke up and nap time was over. So <laughs> what I'm talking about, I just want it to be the next season um, and I'm fighting this tension. I am literally right in the middle of it and I just was so frustrated and I was like, I just don't even want to finish recording this today. Like I'm just so over it and I just had to fight to have a good attitude because I was just so frustrated and so exhausted, frankly, just feeling like I'm trying to do it all, trying to to do it all well, right? Like to be there for my kids, to show up for my kids, to show up for you in a a way that I feel called to and um, to build the church and to do all the things that are on my plate uh, on church staff. And, you know, it's all so much. And I know you know this, like whatever you have on your plate, uh, multiple kids and sports and homeschooling and jobs and side hustles and church and all the things, right? Marriage, right? That's not even like a side plate. That's like main course. Um, all the things you get it. It feels like so much and it can just be so easy to think like, Oh, it will be better when it'll be better in the next season. I want to be in that next season. I just want to be there. And so (laughs) I just share all of that because I want you to know you're in good company. We are in it and we're all just trying to do the best that we can. And so I do want to share as I was going to, 
this is refreshing for my mind because you probably just heard me saying it a moment ago, but <laughs> share how I'm trying to do this all well. And I don't always do it well, but there are some things that I'm like, I'm just so determined. I'm like, I, I'm not going to settle for a lame life. I'm not going to settle for doing things halfway. I'm not going to settle for for just giving up and feeling like I just have to drop something. Um, maybe there's some wisdom sometimes in saying no or, or dropping certain things for a season. But when I look at everything on my plate, I'm like, no, I, I feel called to each part of it. And now I'm sure there's ways I can learn to manage it better. And I'm working on that. But all that to say, like, I'm just going to relentlessly pursue a rich, full, meaningful, purposeful life and run as fast as I can I mean, it's like a long distance run, right? Like it's not just sprints or, or maybe I've also heard it say it is like sprints and then you rest in between. Um, but either way, I'm going to, I'm going to give everything I have to give it all for Jesus. And really that's what this is all about. Like I am loving my family and raising them to love him. Um, and I'm called to that. I'm, I'm here sitting with you and encouraging you and pointing you towards Jesus because I feel called to do that, to, to equip his, his mama's for Christ, like for him to, to, to wake up, to, to know that it's not just getting through this season, but it's living in purpose and to do it all well, because this is what we're called to do. And then of course, building his church and encouraging the people in my church and, and running things and all of that. Like these are all things I know I'm called to along with my marriage and friendships and oh, connect group all of it. Right. Like, and so I can't, I I look at it all and I've looked at it all so many times and been like, okay, what can I take off? What can I take off? What can I take off? Because I am at a point where it's like, there's so much. And I, I, I sometimes just feel like there has to be something I can take off. And so if there's not, well, let me start here. This was not on my notes, but that's the first place you should start is if you are in a season that you just want it to be over and you're just overwhelmed, you're just exhausted, you just feel like it's too much. And I already kind of talked about this recently in some other episodes about um, just trying to filter through your life and, and get rid of excess things. But as a reminder, like start there, look at your life and, and with a critical eye and maybe bring some other people in, a leader in your life, uh, your husband, whoever else is going to encourage you and, and point you to Jesus and, and just go through everything with a fine tooth comb and think, is there anything I can remove? Is there anything I can say no to? Is there anything that I added to my plate that God did not call me to add? And that's a really great place to start because I know when we're like over a season, often it's because it just, it feels like too much. Like it's just, it's just a lot. And so that's what, that's what I was kind of referencing. Like as I'm talking about school starting, like I am, I'm so excited for that season to begin. Now that's only a week away. So it's not that you know, not that far away, but then I'm tempted to go to the next thing too. Like in three months or so, my daughter will probably start school a few days a week. We have to make sure there's a spot for her. That's why I say probably, but most likely she'll start school part-time. Um, and then I'll just have my, my youngest with me and you know, that will just feel different and look different and be different. Right. And childcare will be a lot easier if, if I do feel like I am called to, to, 
more of that in that season, you know, whatever that looks like. And so I'm tempted to think, okay, I'm not just excited for next week. I'm excited for three months from now when that happens. And then I'm like, oh, but I'm also excited for, you know, next fall, because then, you know, my daughter will probably be in school even more and and my son will go longer days and, you know, I let all the things, right. And so I can like keep jumping ahead and think like, oh, I can't wait until this point. I can't wait until this point, but that's not like the life we're called to live. And if we keep doing that, we will never be content. We will never be satisfied. We will miss out on the beauty that is here right in this moment, even in these moments where I'm like, I don't even want to record this because I'm over it because I keep getting interrupted and I'm so frustrated and I haven't had childcare in a month because my kids have been sick and the grandparents have been sick and everyone's been on vacation and all of it. And this is not me complaining at all. This is me struggling with the reality of the season. And it's okay to say it's hard. It's okay to look at it and say, wow, that's a lot to carry. Or wow, this is why I feel overwhelmed because I haven't gotten like a good chunk of time to sit down and really dedicate to the work that I'm I'm working on. And so it's okay to acknowledge those things. And you do need to start there because if you don't acknowledge it, it's just like these emotions swimming around you and you're, and and they just create anxiety because you're just trying to push them aside. Like, Oh no, I'm fine. Or you, um, are just trying to pretend they're not there. Like whatever that looks like, you do need to acknowledge the heart. It doesn't mean you're not being grateful. It could be, I mean, you do need to be grateful, but we'll we'll get there in a minute, (laughs) but to acknowledge the hard is not saying that you're not being grateful. Um, it's just a reality check of like, okay, this is where I'm at. And these are the limitations that I'm carrying with me in this season. And you need to know those limitations because they're going to inform your decisions. They're going to inform how you even review the results of the work you're doing. And and I'm not saying that we're going to do less work, but I'm saying that we're going to take into account the reality of the situation and make what we're doing count, you know, like, um, just in the Facebook group, there's like 12 new people that joined today or yesterday, um, which is amazing. And I was looking at so many of them and there was so many, it was so strange. I don't know if all of you know each other or what was happening, but like, I don't know, at least six out of 10, maybe more like eight out of the 12, um, were moms of like five or more, like anywhere between four, five, six, seven, eight kids. And I just was like in shock. And most of those moms also homeschooled. If you're one of those moms, hi, Um, I'm so glad you joined the Facebook group. I'm excited to have you there. But you know, you look at that, right? And you look at the reality of the situation where there's, there's so many different kids and you're carrying all of that in, in each kid's different season and different emotions and different place and learning and all of these things, right? And so you can't like look at it and compare yourself to what it was like when you had one kid. You know, sometimes I do that What now that I have three and I, I think about my, my little nine-month-old and I think like, gosh... When your big brother, you know, my first child was a baby, I like read to him nonstop and I played with him nonstop. And, you know, at that time I was a stay at home mom. I had no job. I had no work I was doing. I was, you know, volunteering at church, but on a much smaller scale. And I, my whole, everything was about him. You know, I also was trying to start a mom club to help, you know, get moms to church and all of that. But there was no, there was no added thing. And there was only one kid. Right. And so I can so easily like look at my nine month old and think like, Oh, I'm doing a terrible job because I'm not showing up for him the way I showed up for my firstborn. And I think that's what we do sometimes is we compare ourselves to our, 
our old season, you know, when it, when it looked different, when it was different, when we, we had less kids, when we had less responsibilities, when we had more childcare, when we had more money to afford a cleaner, like whatever it is. Right. And you, you compare the reality of right now to that reality. And that like, it's, it's just as bad as comparing to someone else because that was a different season, a different moment. And you did the best you had in that moment. And you're doing the best you have with this moment. And so now my, my son, he's not going to have that same reality of me reading constantly to him and playing constantly with him. I, I do have little moments of that, but the beauty is that he gets these siblings that are older than him that love him and are obsessed with him and want nothing else to do in the world besides be with him and play with him. And so he gets that love that he gets to have that my son didn't have. Right. And he gets to be the baby of the family for now and gets to have extra love there. And like, you know, just even as parents were like, how are you the cutest? You know, cause the other ones can talk and there's just, it just gets complicated. We all know when kids start talking and you're like, okay, I, I was excited for you to talk and now I'm not <laughs> just kidding. I love hearing their hearts, but you know what I mean? There's just you know, discipline involved and just all the things you got to work with. And so, you know, he gets like that, that love right now that we have this special kind of love for him because he's the baby. Um, by the way, if you can hear this background noise, I apologize. My neighbors are redoing their house. And so there's a lot happening over there, but I just, I want you to, to stop comparing yourself to that old season. My son is getting exactly what he needs. Now there might be some areas that can improve and, and, and we're never going to just blind ourselves to that, but it's never going to look like it did five years ago. That's just not the reality of things. Like, and it's not supposed to be, God chose him to be the third child. God, God placed him in that spot for a reason. And his calling is attached to his place in the family. And his calling is attached to, to where I'm at in pursuing my calling. And, and that's going to look different. And I'm going to make sure I show up for him. I'm going to make sure that I have that intentional relationship with him. Like I do with my two older kids, but it's going to look different. And so we've got to acknowledge the season and know the limitations. It's just like, you know, if you look at seasons outside, like you need to know what season you're in. So you know how to get dressed, right? So you need to know like what season you're in. So you know how to set your expectations, how to prepare your mind for that day. Just like you prepare your body with clothes. You need to prepare your mind and your spirit for that day because you are, are acknowledging the season you're in. You know, even like another random example that popped into my head just now is like, if you have a spouse that is gets deployed, right? Like when that spouse is gone, or even if they go on business trips, like my husband's gone a ton. And so knowing it's not as big a chunks of time, but like knowing that week, it's going to look different. I'm going to have less capacity for the kids. That doesn't mean that I'm doing a bad job as a mom. It doesn't mean that I'm not good enough. It just means that's the season. That's the moment. And so if your husband's deployed for a while, that's going to be a different season. It's going to look different to parent in that season. It's going to look different to show up for your work, show up for your house. Like you know, there it's gonna be different as we have to look at that and acknowledge that. And so if you're struggling with this season, I think that's like the first, this also was not in my notes, but like those, so those will be the first two things. First, figure out what can you drop and just look at everything with a fine tooth comb. And then two, look at the season and, and like spend some time reflecting on it. 
What does this season mean? What are the limitations I have in this season? What are like the complexities that come with this season? What does that look like? Or maybe it's even the opposite. Maybe you're in a new season of, you know, a kid just went off to college or maybe um, you were homeschooling and now your kids are in school. So that's a new season. You might even have more time. And so then it's looking at, okay, there's actually less limitations now. That means that God's going to trust me with more. And so what does that look like? Does that mean just doing an excellent job on cleaning my house? Like, and I was struggling here before, or maybe that means, um, praying about what's next, God, what else do you have for me to do? Because like, we're here in this world for a purpose. We're not here just to stand by. Not that any of us as moms are standing by because that's just, we, we all know that's not reality, but also, it's not our only purpose. Uh, it's a, a huge, massive core purpose. And for a lot of us in this season, it might be the, like the primary purpose, but there's always more because we're called to go into the world and make disciples. And so that's going to look different for all of us, but that's, that's a calling that Jesus has put on all of us. And so what, what might that be if you're in a new season where it's, there's, there's something more, but I'm getting off track because the topic here is if you're over this season, what do you do? How do you handle that? So, um, yes, I already said the first two go through everything with a fine tooth comb, figure out what you can drop and be real ruthless with that. And then to acknowledge the limitations and reflect on what kind of season you're in, know the weather, like know how you need to get dressed. We're not talking about weather. Hope, I hope you're following me. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next part, um, is praise. So I, I talk about this all the time, but that's cause it's so essential. You know, I was just finding myself doing the dishes for what felt like the 50th time the other day. And I just was starting to grumble in my spirit and I just was frustrated and feeling like I just was constantly cleaning and the house was still disgusting. And like, you know, when we first moved into this house, we had, um, some extra funds and we could have a, a cleaner come every couple weeks. And we just don't have that right now. And so our hardwood floors upstairs are, um, disgusting. <laughs> They're so gross. And so I was just like frustrated because I need to figure out how to now clean my house. And I've been kind of out of practice at it and I've never done it with this new house we're in. And so I'm just frustrated because we have this cool mop, but we don't know how to use it. We don't have the cleaning stuff for it. And I'm like, I need to figure this out. And so I was frustrated about the floors. I'm frustrated. Like I'm cleaning the dishes again. I'm frustrated. Like, you know, all these things that these things that add up. And I found myself just sitting there grumbling and I'm like, no, like, no. Something that I tell myself often is that I will not play victim to my life. Like I am not a victim that God has blessed me. He has chosen me. He has called me. Like my life is, is full of goodness and there's so much to be grateful for. And like, it's so easy to slip out of that mindset, which is mind blowing because when you really stop and think about it, there truly not just like trying to make a point, but truly is so much to be grateful for. Like, do you have shoes to wear out of your house? Like not everyone does. Do you have feet to walk on? Not everyone does, right? Do we have clear minds to use? It's these children, right? That drive us crazy. We prayed for these kids, most of us. Like it's it's so easy to slip into that grumbling mindset, that victim mindset, and to feel like we're just a victim of our kids and a victim of our husband because he's working so much or he's not helping or a victim to the, the dishes and the house and the laundry and all of that. But no, like 
every bit of that is a blessing. It's a blessing that I have a sink to wash dishes in. It's a blessing that I have dishes. It's a blessing that I have dirty dishes because that means my family ate nutritious meals, right? Like there's so much and I, I, it's, I just, I could pause here for so long because I like get emotional every time I like stop and think about it. And, and I, you know, even kind of get mad at myself that I even go to that grumbling place. Cause I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like I have so much, but it's okay. Like we got to give ourselves some grace and we need to praise. So when you find yourself in that moment where you start grumbling and you feel like a victim, it's just your perfect cue to be like, Oh, that's happening. Okay, here we go. Praise. And you start praising God for who he is. And you start thanking God for all he's blessed you with. And you start reminding yourself of like what the reality of the situation is. Like what I already said that you prayed for these kids, right? You prayed for that house. That's messy. Like (laughs) these are things we ask God for. And he said, okay, daughter, I'm going to trust you with this. And so now this is the trust part, right? Where we get to walk it out. And And again, it's okay that it's hard just because it's something you prayed for. Just because it's a blessing doesn't mean that it needs to be easy. And the, like there's, life is not supposed to be easy. Uh, there's actually the most, the most beautiful things are found in the hard. And so it's okay that it's hard. Like that's, that's not something we need to ignore, but we do need to remind ourselves of the reality of the situation. Um, I remember when I was first a mom and I was going through like some cleaning online courses cause I just love learning and hearing people and how they do things. Anyways, I think this was from, um, Kendra Hennessy, uh, mother, like a boss. She has like courses and such. Anyways, she talked about the sink and you know, at that point I was very bad at cleaning. Not that I'm much better now, but I've improved in some ways, or at least I have the, the knowledge and the ability to, whether I choose to do that or not is another question, but choose to make it a priority essentially. Cause sometimes I prioritize other things and I think, well, this isn't as important as spending time with my kids or working or whatever it is. But anyway, she talked about the sink and how when she washes the sink at the end of the day, because she scrubs her sink clean every day, which was like a new concept to me. And some of you are judging me right now and that's okay. Um, but that was a new concept at the time. And I was like, wow. And, and the way she talked about it is she's like, like, how can you be grateful for that sink? Like that sink just worked so hard for you all day. Like that sink held the dishes and washed them and, and did so much for you. And like, how, how can you take care of that sink and be grateful for it? And so while I don't think we need to say thank you to our sinks, I don't think she was saying that either, but like, that's like a perfect opportunity to praise God and, and be reminded like the things that we are putting our hands to that are hard are these beautiful blessings and they're, they're working for us. They're blessing us. They're, they're helping us grow our family and take care of our family and, and really are essentially a part of our calling, right? Cause as mothers, that's part of our calling and, as we take care of our family, that's part of our calling. And so these dishes are part of our calling. The sink is part of our calling. And if you struggle with thinking about it that way, just know I'm the first one to struggle with that because cleaning is usually the last thing I want to do, but I'm trying to reframe my mindset with it because I mean, this is kind of a side note. Um, but I have found so much more peace that I have in the morning when I do do the dishes the night before and I wake up to a clean house and I can start my day like fresh and without already chores to be done, uh, besides, you know, unloading the dishwasher and whatever else. But anyways, that's, that's as an aside. Anyways, 
we got to praise. Okay, and then after that, the next one I have for you is to stay present. And, you know, it sounds obvious, right? Like, so we're in a season, we want to get out of it. And so we know, like, I shouldn't want to get, or I shouldn't get out of the season. Like, I need to stay in it, right? Duh, I get it. But it's, it's more than just saying, okay, I'm going to try and be in this season. It's really like trying to get your heart to be in this season. So one of the things that I often do to like help my heart get there, you know, cause my head knows that, okay, yeah, I need to stay present, but my heart just lags behind sometimes. And so often when I'm struggling with those thoughts of just being over this season, I will often imagine myself looking back on this time. Like, so when this season is over, when my kids are all in school or they're in childcare, like five days a week, half, you know, part, part time, whatever that looks like, like what, what is that going to feel like? What is that going to look like? What, what would I have wanted to do in this season? Like, I want to look back and be proud of myself. I want to look back and have no regrets. I want to look back and, and feel like I gave it my all. You know, I don't know if you've ever had that experience of like, you're kind of suffering through something and you're just like so wanting it to be done and so over it. And then all of a sudden it ends. And it's like this almost abrupt thing. Even if, even if it was anticipated to come, it just, the act, the actual ending of it feels kind of shocking in a way. And often, and I don't know how, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but I know that feeling. And often for me, I will like look at that and think, oh man, gosh, that was an opportunity for me to, to grow because God talks again and again in the Bible about how suffering produces character inside of us, produces like all of the things that we want to grow in. That's, we get it through enduring suffering. And I'm going to have a whole other talk on this, maybe multiple, um, because this is like really a big topic that God has put on my heart lately is just, um, enduring suffering and finding joy in suffering and, oh, just hard, hard stuff. Right. But I, I know that feeling of like the suffering ending that sees that hard season ending and being like, man, I wish that I would have, you know, been a little more present. I wish I would have grumbled a little bit less. I wish I would have like found more joy in this. I wish I would have, right. The, the, the list can go on and on, but I know that feeling of feeling like I missed an opportunity and now God's always going to give us another opportunity, right? Like another and another, and he's always has grace for us and more chances, but also like it is a missed opportunity. And so I, I don't want to look back on this season of my kids being little and this, this time of chaos. And I don't want to look back and think, oh man, like I really missed the mark. Or I was so focused on working or I was so grumbly, right? Like I was so whatever it is, you know, or even sometimes I've heard, um, regrets of like, I was too focused on cleaning the house. Like a lot of people have said that to me, you know, when they look back on their season. And so whatever it is, I just don't, I don't want to have that. Now I, I think it's kind of impossible to not have some of that because I think, we're never going to do it perfectly. We're not meant to be perfect. That's not 
a goal God has for us to be perfect until we get to heaven. Um, I mean, ultimately, I guess we're striving towards perfection, but not trying to attain it because Jesus is the only one that's perfect. And until we get to heaven, that is not an expectation that is on us. So we're not going to do it perfectly. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, And so we can always see gaps in how we acted and see gaps in like, oh, I wish, you know, I could have done this better. And so that's, that's a natural thing that's going to happen. But I want to like, not have that be the overwhelming feeling. I want to think like, and even part of how we're going to get there is to pause enough and reflect enough and think deeply about like where we're at and what we're pouring in and are we being intentional enough? And so I want you to do this, whatever, if you're in this place and you're struggling to stay present in this season, like I want you to imagine yourself looking back on this time when the season is over. Like maybe it's when your kids are in school, maybe it's when they're grown up, maybe like it's, you know, whatever that next season is. And Maybe it's even just like waiting for that next baby. Sometimes you can like get so caught up in like wanting that next child to come and you miss having the child or children you have now. I I know I've often get caught up in the future and wanting the next. And so like take that time to really just think about when you're looking back, like how would you have wanted things to go on And, and do this daily, maybe if you need to right now, if you're really struggling in this season, like every day, start that way. That's going to just kind of set your trajectory for that day so that you can stay focused on what really matters. And now it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's not going to be complicated, right? Like I'm sharing, there's so many things I want to do well in this season that I feel called to, and it's, it's trying to navigate it all well, and it's hard, but there's also some intentions I can set, right? Removing the grumbling, right? Being present of like, oh, I have sick kids and I can't work today. Okay, I'm going to embrace that. Like, I'm not going to bemoan this time and think, well, I should be working and I'm so frustrated they're sick again and whatever. No, it's like a reset. Okay, you can mourn it for a second. That work day is gone. That's, that's a bummer. But you know what? This is a day I get to spend with my kids and there's no getting around that. Like maybe you can be like, oh, okay, I'm going to strategize. So when the baby's napping, I'm going to get an hour of work done. Like you can do things like that, but you, you plant your feet in the day and you say, okay, this is the reality of today. We don't have work. We have sick kids. So I'm going to love them. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to play with them. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to let myself just relax a little bit, right? I don't have to do the go, go, go thing. And so we need to every day kind of plant ourselves in that moment. So there's a couple more things I have for you, but those are the first four. We'll continue this in the next episode. So number one, um, it's not in my notes. So I'm trying to remember. <laughs> number one, figure out what you can eliminate. Number two, uh, what was number two? It was know the season, right? Know the season and figure out the limitations of the season and then praise and then stay present. And we'll go into in the next episode, getting creative and getting resourceful. And we'll see if there's anything else that I get inspired by, by the time I record that, but hopefully there'll be no more interruptions and I can just come to you soon. Let me pray for you. Uh, God, I just thank you that, um, God, you've planted us in this season in this moment, in this day, God, and that in this day, in this moment, in this season, you have good things in store for us. God, but in order to access them, Lord, we have to stay present. We have to stay planted. We have to 
accept it for what it is, Lord. And so I just pray for every mama listening, including myself, God, that you would just help us do this well. You would just remind us of the goodness that we're surrounded by, God. You would help us to have grateful hearts, God. You would help us to release unrealistic expectations and just to find you in the, in the, places that we maybe didn't expect to, or we maybe didn't think you'd be there, but God, that, that you'd be in the dirty diapers and you'd be in the sick kids and you'd be in the, the chaos. God, we would find you in all of those moments, Lord. We just thank you that you're here with us, God, in the present, God. That's where you reside in the presence, God. So that's where we want to be. Thank you, God, for this season. Thank you, God. It is a blessing. It is a hard and beautiful blessing, but we are so grateful. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.